0: I think we just need to hit record. Okay. We've been sitting here for a little bit trying to figure out how I to open this podcast, and this is how we're opening it now. We're just doing
1: a nice soft open. Is that a thing? Cold open? Doesn't SNL do that? Cold open. This is a soft open, because we don't know what the fuck we're going to say. <laughs> it's not planned. No, it's not It's just at organically all. coming out as we sit here and stare at each other aggressively.
0: <laughs> Hi, it's Megan. Hi, it's Melanie. We're back. Yeah. (laughs) Not sure if you were expecting anybody else, but here we are. Um, So this week, let's just dive right in. Um, (laughs) You cannot (laughs) say that every podcast. I know. I'm going to have to leave
1: this podcast three episodes in and just make it the Megan podcast. That
0: was harsh, but I'll take it. (laughs) We're going to talk about our favorite tweets. Shocking. We said we were going to do this. Welcome back to That's What Your 20s Are For. Hell Yeah. Uh, we added a new thing, though, so stay tuned. Yeah. But first, we're gonna talk about our favorite tweets. And the genre this week is specifically the Paul Rudd meme. Hot Ones meme yeah. that's going around Twitter because it was all that was on my timeline this week. And it's phenomenal, and who doesn't love Paul Rudd? Exactly. If you're a parent and you don't know what we're talking about, don't worry, we'll play it. <laughs> yeah, The true. But just know that this meme has been going around... For,
1: for like, a couple days.
0: Yeah. Just... So much. And
1: again, Paul Rudd, we support 100% we in all endeavors. All right, do you want to do yours first, Megan?
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm like just, trying to figure out how to make just this video work. Read the
1: t- oh. <laughs> <laughs> just read the tweet and then play the video is what I'm thinking. Okay. What if it starts in the middle, though? Whatever, okay. I'll do it. Okay, I'll play the video. You read the tweet. <laughs> okay. I got this down
0: to a science. Okay. Okay. So, my favorite Tweet of the Week, that was specifically this Paul Rudd meme, was... Me and my friends drunkenly eating McDonald's at 3 a.m. after one of us threw up, one of us lost our ID, and another texted their ex.
1: Look at us. Hey, look at us. Look at us. Huh? Who would have thought? Not me. <laughs> and
0: it's like, <laughs> as a description, you really need to see the video, but I'm assuming most of you have seen it. It's just like Paul Rudd on Hot Ones, like, in disbelief, like, shaking
1: his head. Truly. Truly, is, with a big smile on his face, it is too. It's so funny.
0: But I just thought that one was so funny because like I don't I don't need to explain it, but
1: <laughs> it's just funny. Just appreciate that it's funny. It is. Okay, mine is me and my bank account after I've made a $50 stretch for a week and a half. Hold on for technical difficulties.
0: Look at us. Hey, look at us. Look at us. Huh? Who would have thought? Not me.
1: You know, the best part us. about that is that it's just so relevant to our current lives. So oh, true. You reach the end of the week and you're like, oh how did I make my money survive? Yeah. <laughs>
0: I don't know what You right reached the be. end of the two weeks, you know? Yeah, that's when you true. Get paid? You get that paycheck. Why and is it's that like... a thing? Who came up with every other week to pay?
1: I don't know. It's really frustrating. It is. I want my money and I want it now. <laughs> I'm just going to be honest. The uh, other thing
0: Mel and I want to talk about is... Uh, songs. Songs. Music. Instead of doing a bunch of tweets.
1: In case you didn't know, we both really like music. Yeah. And want to work well do you want to work in music I do we can talk about that later it's we'll talk about story. that at a later date um but yeah so we're gonna share our, our like two songs of the week that we've had just on repeat
0: yeah I uh my song is heaven help me by Lizzo but specifically that's not specifically but larger <laughs> <laughs> Um, I just love the Cuz I Love You album that she put out. i I heard Truth Hurts and Juice and Good As Hell, like, all the big ones that she's put out. But I finally sat down and listened to the whole album, and I haven't stopped listening to it since I started it. And specifically, Heaven Help Me is, like, the best. It was stuck in my head all day. Mm -hmm. It is so good. Um, And I'm just so happy that she has, like, all this success. She just tied for a Billboard record, so... Highly recommend. Yes, Lizzo. That album, that song, if you don't have time for the whole album, it's just so good. I love her so much. Um, Mine could be
1: controversial, but my song of the week (laughs) is uh, Lose You to Love Me by Selena Gomez. Um, Merely because I think the song in itself is just so pretty. I love the piano, um, and I really like the lyrics behind it and the message. I think it's really empowering to look at a breakup in that light, don't care if it's about Justin Bieber or not, not interested in the tea, to be honest. Um, But I think it's just such a pretty song and very different than a lot of the stuff that she's released kind of in recent years, much more vulnerable Mm
0: -hmm. and real.
1: Um, And I like that for her. I'm ready for her to usher in a new era of like bad bitch.
0: I know. I saw all these headlines today being like, Selena's new songs about Justin. And it was like, actually, the songs are literally about her. Like, I get it. But like,
1: also, yeah stop making it about him like yeah. let her have her moment and her success and leave that behind yeah and like that whole thing about hailey bieber posting that like dumb like that she was listening to that song called i'll kill you or whatever i was like shut Ooh. up with I this garbage it's Anyways, just annoying i don't good know good song we're not here for the the celebrity shit talking not at all unless I'm it's a- rise and shine by Kylie jenner <laughs> in
0: which case i wasn't even shit talking that was just like that was just appreciation i was being obsessed yeah true um I really like most songs Selena puts out even if I don't love her voice so I'm into it. That's
1: fair. That's really fair. Yeah, I think that's a, a good good opening single for her. Although I started to hear a snippet of her other song and I was like, mm. "Oh, I like it. You should watch the music video with it. Okay. It makes it better." Okay. mm well. Yeah. <laughs> Really? That's, I was like, this is not a lyric, this is you humming I know. into the microphone, which anybody can do, but <laughs> I'll ignore that for now. That is our pop culture recap for the week. Boom. Let's get into it. That was me high-fiving myself. <laughs> All right, so our topic this week is actually going to be the importance of independence, um, which we're really excited to talk about because um, actually in the last week alone, we've both had some personal circumstances where we've been going to like a concert or a play or something by ourselves um, and like buying a ticket to just go by ourselves and talking about how that's that can be really really scary sometimes but it's also important to at a certain point I think that point is kind of in your 20s um, get to a place where you can do things by yourself and you don't allow not having a friend or another person to go with stop you from going to that restaurant you've wanted to try, or that coffee shop, or seeing that movie, or going to that concert, or whatever it may be, it's important to get comfortable going by yourself because you don't want life to pass you by while you're waiting for those other people to go with you, if that makes sense. Yeah, we so, had another
0: topic that we were going to do this week, but we ended up deciding on this because we decided in an Uber. We did. <laughs> um, we both just seemed really like passionate about it and had personal experience with it, mm-hmm. and uh, One of the things that a lot of my post-grad friends told me when I was still in school was, you know, the hardest thing about post-grad is that you're alone a lot more. Yeah. um, Just because, you know, your friends move away or they're in the same city, but they're not down the street. Mm -hmm. Um, And that is definitely... That has been the biggest adjustment for me, and I think I knew it would be the biggest adjustment for me, too. So it made sense to talk about this. I think it's really good whether you're still in school or out of school or like a fully grown adult, this is something that I think everyone kind of yeah deals with and can learn from, I yeah. guess what
1: we've learned
0: and experience
1: <laughs> words yep. i'm very tired i'm moving this week so if anybody needs me i'll be sleeping forever after this podcast yeah um,
0: this podcast side note it's like a fun marker of like where we are in life it's like week by week it's like has mel moved in yet like n-
1: that's very true yeah we're kind of just documenting our, like our lives as we go i'm yeah. moving in tomorrow officially i'll be done so eventually we'll get to the podcast where we talk about how hellish my living situation was and everything that went down with that yeah because we've been keeping it very mysterious and in the dark yeah but eventually we'll get there um and that'll come sometime after tomorrow at some point (laughs) but in the meantime this is kind of where we're at this week we're really excited to talk about it um i think it's an important topic to discuss and we have a lot to say so we're really excited to share it with you
0: guys so the first thing we want to talk about with this is just the feelings that come along with being on your own um I'm personally passionate about this topic because I am not okay with being alone, like, at all, (laughs) which is a large bummer. Yeah. Um, in, In the sense that, and, like, let me give context. Um, I'm super extroverted. I used to think in high school I was introverted because, like, Tumblr told me if you're shy, you're an introvert. Oh, my God. <laughs> Turns out not the case. And I'm also not shy <laughs> you anymore. You mean Tumblr
1: isn't the most reliable <laughs> source
0: of information? I had, like, 20,000 followers God, on Tumblr. God, you just insane. fucking blew up my whole world. My <laughs> How my, will I ever recover? A lot of my energy was put into Tumblr. <laughs> um. I respect your honesty on that. <laughs> but, um. Yeah. I've, I've learned that I'm an extrovert and you know, heads up, if you're shy, that doesn't mean you're an introvert. Like find what's best for you. True. I'm very extroverted. I love being around people. I feel really energized around people. And then, you know, when I come home, I find that I have low points. If I am out in a crowd, like at a concert or Mm -hmm. at a, parade or whatever. A parade. I- I'm thinking of, like, the World Series parades that I went to. For- oh, okay. But, you know, big crowds. And then I come home and, like, no one is home. I get super, like, low and depressed and I don't feel great. Yeah. Um, this
1: is going to be super interesting because I'm very different than Yeah.
0: That. I think this is a good reason to talk about it, too. Yeah. But I'm... I just love being around people. I literally will text my roommate sometimes asking her if she's going to be home, because if she's not, I'll, like, invite someone over. Mm -hmm. Just, and like I was telling Mel before, is I don't need to even be doing anything. I'm totally fine just sitting on the couch watching Netflix or, like, cooking dinner or literally just being on our phones, but I don't, like, I don't like being alone at all. Um, I don't need to go out and do something. I just need people around, Mm -hmm. Um, and I get super... I do get FOMO, I would say, but it is super increased when I'm alone. Um, I get really anxious. I get really sad. I, like, start overthinking everything. Mm -hmm. Um, And this is something that I know, which I think is good because, you know, when I start feeling a little anxious, I can address it and be like, okay, chill. (laughs) But it's definitely something that, like, I, I just think... Growing up, I always thought, like, oh, introverts have it worse because, you know, they're shy and they're awkward and whatever else. Which, like, <laughs> none of that is true. It was just the stereotypes on the internet. Yeah. And not to say extroverts or introverts either inherently have it worse. Mm-hmm. But also, like, on the flip side, the downside of being an extrovert is, like, when I'm not around people, I'm just so sad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um... And I found this week, because I went to a show by myself, which I'll, I can talk about more, is that um, going to the show alone, it was a musical. I bought a ticket for myself. Um, drove myself from parking, like, watched the show by myself. Didn't talk to literally anyone the whole time except for the bartender because I got a drink. <laughs> yes. Um, I love that. Love to hear that. But um, I didn't feel anxious doing that because it was something I was really happy to be going to. I knew that no one else wanted to or could afford at the time to go see the show, and mm-hmm. it was something that I really wanted to do, and also because I was in a crowd of people even if I was personally alone I felt really comfortable because there were another couple hundred people around me and like that was good with me Mm -hmm. so that's like another interesting aspect to it that I've been discovering where like I I don't even need to be I don't even need to know the people I just like crowds (laughs) yeah
1: that's so interesting yeah that's so the opposite of me in a lot of ways, you know, for it. <laughs> I no. I actually really love hearing about that because I feel like the older I get, the more I consider myself to be a a, a very extroverted introvert. Mm-hmm. Like I'm like an it, outgoing introvert. Yeah, I'm very outgoing, but also like I've had this consistent thing. M- m- only in college, weirdly enough, never in high school did people say this to me. So I don't know what the switch was in college, but of people meeting me and being like, oh my God, I was so afraid of you, but you're so nice. (laughs) And I was like, why are people afraid of me? Because in my mind, I'm like a shy little like dork. Mm -hmm. And I don't think that I come across that way. So I, because I think in
0: a lot of scenarios, what just like if you don't know mel mel comes across as like one of the coolest people in the room oh pish posh! no i do not no <laughs> but i'm you. not even like trying to i mean it's a compliment but i'm not trying to compliment you're you. not trying to like ask like, me up no like you're one of the like coolest people in the room like that's your aura
1: i th- thank you that's actually a really nice compliment i appreciate that yeah, no problem um, <laughs> it's like we're friends or something um yeah so i think of myself as like dorky and shy and maybe that's because growing up I was and I've evolved out of that but so in my mind I still am that so I like very much so thrive on being alone which is weird also because I'm a twin so I kind of grew Hmm. up with somebody always there literally from the moment of my existence um so I think I kind of almost cherished my alone time more because of that so now at 22 I'm like very comfortable being alone if it goes on for like too many days in a row right that I'm like, I get stir crazy. We're not like isolated. Right. Exactly. Um, but I, for the most part, really like doing things alone. Like I like going shopping alone. I like going out and like just for a drive and like getting away. If I'm around people too much, I almost am like, I need to go be a hermit for a little bit Mm -hmm. and get away because it, it like overwhelms me. Um, so that's really interesting because I find being around big crowds like that Super draining for me. Mm -hmm. Like I go home and I'm like, I need to just, like, if I'm around, it's like fraternity formals are a perfect example of this. That was the first thing that (laughs) popped into my fucking mind. I don't know why. You're always around people, but but you're you are for three straight days. It's nothing but people, people, people. You don't get a minute to yourself. You go home and you're like, or I am. I'm like, (laughs) get me. I need to go close my door. I need to go watch Netflix and take a nap and just peace out. Like I'm not talking to anybody. So I don't know, That's that comes to my mind because I remember doing that in college and being like, oh my God, I can't wait to go home and just be alone for five fucking seconds.
0: That's really funny because the same exact situation, I would come home for... Ter- From fraternity formals. Yeah. From frat formals, which if you've never been to one, it's like the frat for example, we went to Vegas and you stay in hotels with um like another couple, not that we're all couples, but like (laughs) another duo. Yes. Um so you're always in the room with someone or you're going out with people or you're driving to the location with people. Um and I would get home from the formals and like, I would hate being home alone. I'd be like, Mariah, or, like, I'd text my friends and be like, do you want to go out and get food or something? Oh, my God. Like, because it was yeah. such a... When it goes from such a, like, high of all these people to just nothing, I'm like... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Wait, what? Wait, what's happening? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, no. a more gradual decline. That is
1: not me. Because it's Could not never be me to, like, <laughs> always be around people. Yeah, no. I I am very much so, like... I can get, be outgoing and super talkative, and I can talk your ear off and, you know, yeah. be very social, but at the same time, like, I kind of need to space that out for me. Mm-hmm. Like, going to parties where I don't know anybody, super overwhelming for me. I don't like it. I don't, I won't talk to anyone. Like, I'll very much kind of close off.
0: Yeah. Could be a little bit related to social anxiety or whatever. Yeah, I think that's um, a little bit different for me, because if I, I I don't think I would go to a party alone. I think I did maybe a few times, which... Damn. <laughs> No, like truly, damn, that impresses me. I really could never do it. It, I mean, it's not fun, and I only do it if I know I'm gonna meet up with someone there. Oh, but gotcha. even then, I'm like, okay, when are you getting there? Where are you gonna be? Like, because yeah. I'm the same way. It's, it's not like I can show up to a party alone and. And thrive. I can show up <laughs> to a musical alone and thrive, because we're all just watching a musical, but, like, true, a social setting like that. Where you have to, like, talk to people. Yeah, I... Yeah. Like, oh, career fairs and stuff like that. Once oh. I got into it, I liked oh, it. Oh, that just made me nauseous, the literal thought of a career fair. Mm. And just putting yourself out there. <laughs> <laughs> I just went to a Woo! Dodge one, and I really appreciated a girl came up to me, and... Like we were checking in a line, and immediately just started talking. To me and was like, "Are you still a student?" Like blah blah. blah. And we ended up sitting Those next to each other. Those people are the coolest people. I know. She's I feel the best. like that would
1: be Caitlin Dykes in any situation. Yeah. Like she would be the one that like approaches someone.
0: Yeah, we have a friend who's just like,
1: sunshine. Yeah. Personified. Truly, that's how I. That's would all you her. need to know about her. Yeah, really. I mean, um, we shouldn't, minim- we shouldn't minim- minimize her oh, personality to that uh, level,
0: but... But if we get into it, there will be a whole podcast on her. We can literally <laughs> talk about her for nine years. Um, but, yeah, I get what you're saying. I think that is maybe more social anxiety just because I feel that too.
1: Yeah. Okay, fair, fair. But I think generally, like, I'm the opposite of you yeah, in yeah. that. I just, like, if I'm around people too much, it, it very much, like, drains my energy. I have an example. Um, Go
0: for it. <laughs> Hit me with it. Um, When I was a camp counselor, one of the things that they said going into the summer, like before Mm -hmm. we even got there, and then when we got there, and then throughout the summer was like, this is the hardest job you're ever going to have. And one of the reasons they gave, there were other reasons, but I feel like maybe the biggest one was like, you don't get alone time. The entire summer, you work (laughs) 24-7, so Mm -hmm. you're like with kids or with counselors the entire day that you're at camp. And then when you have time off, you go with other counselors to... Do things. To do things. Yeah. Like, there's not a point during the summer except, I guess, like, when you're showering. And (laughs) and even then, they're like, you know, it's just a curtain separating everything. So, like, you can still talk to people. Oh, my God. Oh. (laughs) Yeah. And I think that drained a lot of people. And there were a lot of things at camp that tired me out. But that was not one of them. I was so happy at camp. thrived. (laughs) I was like... I remember I got one four-hour break when no one else did, um, just based off of schedules. And I was panicking leading up to it because I was like, oh, God, I'm going to have to be alone. What do I do? (laughs) And it did end up being nice because I've started trying to find, like, the beauty in being alone. Mm -hmm. So, like, on that particular four-hour off, because there's not really anything you can do alone like, just in the setting of time off at camp because you're in the mountains. Mm-hmm. I, like, took my car and I drove around the lake and I played my favorite music because I, like, can't do that at camp. Yeah. Because camp music is, like, clean. And, <laughs> like, <laughs> only children certain areas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was really nice. I was like, okay, I love doing this and I haven't been able to do it in a while. Like, I'm going to take these four hours, read a little bit, drive a little bit. Yeah, that sounds liberating. It was. It really was. And I think that's the the part that leads into like the importance of being independent and the independence. Like Yeah, it's very freeing. I th- to I think not of myself other people. of an independent person in like my decision making and how I go about life. Right. To an extent. <laughs> not when I'm choosing an Instagram photo to post. Uh, well <laughs> okay now, that's fair. But um but on the flip side I'm very like reliant on people being around me.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I th- that's so interesting <laughs> <laughs> no in like the nicest possible way yeah. I'm just I I struggle with that a lot of like I feel like sometimes I'm like a cat almost yeah. like I want I only want your attention like when I want it mm-hmm. that's like a weird this is a whole other tangent but I'm just gonna throw it in that's like a weird thing for me in relationships where I'm like sometimes I'm I'm like I want attention I mm-hmm. want attention and other times I'm like
0: <laughs> like, I think that's pretty you normal. normal, you know?
1: Yeah, that's fair. But like if I'm having one of my days where I just don't want to be around people, like mm-hmm. oftentimes that will include like the person I'm in a relationship with. Yeah. So that's a weird balance of like I just heard my Chicago accent come out real hard <laughs> when I said that word. Um that's a weird balance of like how do you productively yeah navigate your time spent with people, your time spent alone. Yeah. And not I... hurting people's feelings in
0: Ooh, the midst. Yeah. I know that, um, I know we're going to have, like, a whole nother podcast on, like, relationships, relationships and breakups yeah. and stuff like that, so I'm not going to talk about it too much, mm-hmm. but something when I started um, my past relationship that I was, like, really worried about and, like, also then because I was worried clear about at the beginning was, like, like, I want to be independent people still, like, yeah. and I told my friends, too, I was, like, if I'm talking about this guy too much, like, if I'm spending too much time with him, like, tell me, like, slap me, I don't want to be that bitch right know? because I think that happens accidentally sometimes hundred um, percent. and I was clear with him too I was like okay like you know like is it like I'm gonna go out I'm gonna go out with my friends even if you're not going out right And like yeah is that gonna be okay with you like we have to work those things out and like that was something that I think is super important in relationships is keeping your independence but also obviously spending time <laughs> together yeah finding the balance and I think it's the same thing with friends and family and all of that and you're yourself writing, yeah, exactly. Like spending time just I'm with to yourself and with other people. Yeah.
1: I think it's it's hard because for a lot of people, and even myself included, the thought of going and doing things all by yourself, like out in the world, mm-hmm. can be really anxiety inducing. I think yeah. it's one thing to just be like, I'm going to go in my room and read a book for two hours and watch TV or what. Like I think mm-hmm. it's one thing when you're in your own private space to be alone, but I think finding the courage to just go out into the world and just do what you want to do and there's like an element of like people are gonna judge me yeah. like if people are gonna think it's weird that i'm eating alone in this restaurant it's like nobody fucking cares yeah. what you're doing you know that's what
0: i discovered like at the show was obviously people noticed i was alone but mm-hmm. who cares they're well, with their people they're, they're not gonna be like that weirdo girl is alone if anything they're probably Who's gonna there? think like oh like that's pretty cool like she looks really confident yeah doing this thing by yourself yeah which I, I think agree. is how I look at people who do stuff alone. well
1: that was like I guess we, we can kind of get into our anecdotes a little mm-hmm. bit of, of what spurred this on for Megan it was like mostly this play is it a play it's a musical musical thank you for the correct <laughs> terminology that I should already know um it was this musical and for me it was this concert that actually this is a kind of a I'm lying a little bit because I did buy a ticket to go to this concert alone. It was the Jonas Brothers at the Hollywood Bowl. Mm -hmm. It was fucking phenomenal. Definitely go see them if you get a chance. Um, But the reason I bought a ticket to go alone was because Megan and my roommate Kristen had bought tickets months back to go um, and I didn't want to pay for like a ticket where they were sitting and I don't even know if there were any available and whatever. So I was like, I really want to go to this concert. I really want to see them. I've like loved this band since I was 10 years old. Like they were my OGs. Um, so I just kind of decided, like, I'm gonna buy this ticket to this concert, and I don't give a shit if I'm sitting alone. So I yeah. bought a ticket, sat alone, I ended up only being, like, the section behind them, but we couldn't, we weren't, like, near each other, we couldn't talk or anything. Um, and I probably spent, like, the first half of the concert sitting there, and then just, it was a Hollywood Bowl, so I was able to, like, move up and sit in, like, the row in front of them. Not, again, that we really, like, talked that much after that, though, either. Yeah, we just
0: danced We just screams. danced our absolute
1: asses <laughs> off, um, yeah, and screamed a lot, but... For the time that I was sitting up there, I was like very anxious when I first got to my seat because I was like, oh my God, I'm alone. And like, I really had to fight the urge to just like go right on my phone (laughs) is a habit I've been trying to break regardless Mm -hmm. because I spend way too much time on it and I use it as a crutch. And I just think it's really not good for like me mentally or my ability to like interact with strangers and people around me in a way that's like normal that 20 years ago people had no problem doing. Yeah. Um. So I was kind of like, fuck this. I'm not going to be on my phone. I'm not going to, like, even have it out. And I just kind of, like, put it in my purse, put it on the ground, and, like, just absorbed my environment. And then when they started playing songs, I was, like, a little self-conscious to, like, dance and stuff. Because, like, (laughs) the girls next to me were, like, low-key a little bit bitchy to me already. So I was like, I feel weird. And then I was like, F this. I paid money for this concert. Like, I'm going to have a good-ass time. I'm going to make a fool out of myself if that's what it's going to be. And I'm just going to, like, dance and scream and sing and clap and whatever. And when I got to that place, it was just like, this is so fun. And even though I'm here by myself, it, I was, like, proud mm-hmm. to be there by myself. I love that you just censored
0: yourself by saying F, but, like, you've been <laughs> swearing this entire podcast.
1: I know. that Anna Benuzzi and me just popped out a little <laughs> bit.
0: Um, um, I I get what you're saying, though. And I, I have funnily – funnily? Funnily. <laughs> funny enough. Um, but in the same exact position where I bought a concert ticket to go by myself to the Harry Styles concert last summer, and then a friend ended up coming along with me, and Mm -hmm. I, like, snuck her up to where I was sitting, so it was fine. Yeah. But I think that kind of plays into, okay, maybe, like, lead by example a little bit, because Mm -hmm. odds are people will kind of want to join, right? Yeah, honestly, that's very true. (laughs) Like, if you have plans to go do something by yourself, and, I mean, I bought the musical ticket, you know, for this one example, like, the day before, so, of course... That's short notice. Yeah. But when it's a longer term kind of thing, then you're planning to go see a movie or you're planning to go to a concert or whatever. Odds are someone else is going to be like, wait, I want to go too. Yeah. Honest to God, I think about my living situation last year and the fact that
1: nine times out of ten, someone would be like, yeah, I'm going to go to the grocery store. And one of us would just be like, I'll come. Yeah. I can get groceries. Yeah. You know, it's just kind of like just having your own, not letting the fact that there's nobody to go with, stop you from doing things. Obviously, yeah. going to the grocery store is kind of a minute example, but... No, but sometimes... sometimes important. <laughs> yeah, yeah, some, like, it's little things like that that you can start doing that's just, like, just go to the fucking grocery store. Like, no mm-hmm. one is having any type of meaningful interaction there, so just yeah. go. It's, like, fun to go with your friends, but kind of where I started out, and this happened for me a lot more in college, I think, than in high school, was every time i went shopping i started just going alone Mm because i was like i don't if i need to go get something or whatever like i just need to go by myself and like not wait for other people Mm -hmm. and it's weird because going shopping in like a retail setting is a little bit different than going to like the drugstore or the grocery Mm -hmm. store like people are there to run errands or whatever versus going out to the mall maybe you're like planning on spending some solid time there and in college like especially my freshman year when i was sharing a room with someone Oh my God, I relished going to the mall merely because it was like, even if I didn't buy anything and normally I didn't, I just went for like two hours and was just alone. Kind of like how you were saying, still surrounded by people, but just alone in my own brain doing what I wanted to do without Mm. any interruption. And I like, I love that time. Yeah. And it just made me like more confident as a person to start going out and doing other things that I wanted to do. Like I used Mm. to be so embarrassed to like eat. In a place alone. Right. Which is so weird. Yeah. If you really think about it. And so many people are afraid of that. Yeah. And like anxious about it. But isn't that
0: weird? No, it is. I mean, even like going, I'll, I'll go to whatever, like Chipotle for lunch or whatever. And yeah. I'm like standing in line alone. <laughs> with, which like 99% of the people in Chipotle are. Yeah. Because we're all getting lunch. Yeah. And like, hmm, I look a little lonely. And it's like, well, <laughs> yeah, everyone does. Well, it's also, have you ever,
1: maybe this is just unique to me and my weird brain, but like, I used to have and it's funny you say Chipotle because Chipotle was like the first place I started going to alone because I love Chipotle. A milestone. A milestone. <laughs> I love Chipotle. Um and I would be like, oh my god, these people are judging me for eating chipotle alone. And then I have to like take three steps back and be like, Wait, what? Yeah. Why do you think that they're eating Chipotle? Like, why do they give a shit if you're alone eating
0: Chipotle? It doesn't matter. I think something that I have <laughs> something that I've realized. With the help of other people, is everyone is in their own heads. Everyone thinks mm-hmm. about themselves the most. Yes. Um, kind of. This is kind of like what we talked about a little bit last week too. Yeah. True. What What was the phrase? That you used? Man on fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah that. Crystalia, Credits to Crystalia. Um, but that applies to this too, right? Where it's like, you are worried about looking lonely. The person behind you is worried about looking lonely too. They have true. no idea that you're alone. That's so
1: true. It's like. When you were in middle school and you always thought like everybody was judging you or thinking or whatever about you negatively for whatever reason. Middle school's not a time I want to get into very deeply because yikes, but it's it's like you're always so focused on yourself. You mm-hmm. don't think about other people in those contexts and the same thing goes for them with yeah. you. Like I would never go to a musical with someone and be like that girl's alone. Yeah, fucking
0: dork. Like, (laughs) you know what I mean? I think middle school is a funny example too, because I don't think I remember anything except for myself from middle school.
1: Yeah. Oh. (laughs) Block it all out.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Of course, if someone was like, "Oh, do you know this person?" I will have like a short little bit of a thought about them. Mm -hmm. But middle
1: school, yeah, middle school is very scarring, and it's just like you really only come away with the things you need to come away with to survive. And we make it scarring. Yeah, we do. Our little
0: ten-year-old minds.
1: Ten. Eleven. I would say 12, 13, but I went to
0: 7th and 8th grade middle school. You oh, probably 6, went 6th, 7th, 8th. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So 11th, 12 a ton California
1: is weird.
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's also different areas in California. Wait, this doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to
1: get out into how middle school is divided <laughs> on our podcast about no, no. the importance of independence? No, no, I think that's very relevant. Um,
0: all of this to say, I think a big reason why we want to bring this up is because... Of what I mentioned before about how you're a lot more alone in post-grad. Yeah. And how even if Mel likes being alone, um, and even if I can find the joy in alone time sometimes. Occasionally. When I'm in crowds. She's growing. She's she's getting there. We're growing. Mm-hmm. Um, it is really scary when you get home from work and you're like, oh. Yeah. My friends are everywhere else. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah that's very that's a very like sad reality of postgrad is like
0: I, I think that that's the thing that' was, like it is a uncomfortable reality, but it's something that you that isn't bad right it, yeah it's it's just different. like I think about mm-hmm. the fact that in my senior year of
1: college I was living in I was one of five girls living in a house, so I was never alone. Which, unless I want it to be. Right. Which is kind of the way I like it in the sense that, like, I like getting to pick and choose what my alone time is. But I was just talking to, actually, my old roommates about this a night or two ago. How, like, now I only live with one person. So, Mm -hmm. if for some reason she has a work event or she's at the gym or whatever, when I come home, it's like, I come home to a dark apartment. And I'm like, where's Kristen? (laughs) You know? Like, it's just weird. But at the same time, it's like, that's the reality of graduating and you're no longer living with a million of your friends or sharing a room and it's Mm -hmm. not like you live three houses down from somebody like we lived a a block away from each other or so something similar to that um and we do now too but we do now too yeah that's a bad (laughs) example um but at the same time it's just like I don't know, it, it makes, it pushes you to be more comfortable with being alone, and even though I do like being alone, that was a weird adjustment for me, because I got mm-hmm. so used to living in this house where there were always people around. There was always somebody to talk to when I was cooking dinner, or somebody to talk to when I was doing my laundry, or somebody mm-hmm. to sit at the kitchen table with, like, it was, if I didn't want to be alone, I never had to be, mm-hmm. um, and now I'm in this place of, like, I like being alone, but then there are those moments where I want to be
0: with someone and there's no one there. I think there's a little bit, too, with post-grad where you feel like you should be doing something else because um, hopefully you like work. Yeah. But... <laughs> Sometimes people don't, though, Sometimes people don't, right? But even if you like work, and then especially if you don't, you get home from work and you're like, okay, like, I had to do that, right? I had to do that right. to make a living. It's even a if I like it, yeah, it's a commitment I have mm-hmm. to show up for. So I want to do something now that I'm going to enjoy and I'll, I feel like... I'll, or Or... You want to do something that you're going to enjoy or do something that's going to, like, push you towards your goal a little bit more, right? Yeah, something for yourself. Something for yourself. Um, and I feel like a lot of times it's kind of like, okay, well, who's going to do that with me, right? It's yeah. It's like, okay, got back from work. I really want to go to the Grove because I love it there. Who's going to go with me, though? Yeah, 100%. Maybe no one. <laughs> May- yeah, maybe you just have to go by yourself. And that's that is the reality of it. And I think yeah my solution to that for me as someone who like hates that is I've been trying to find the things when I'm home alone that like reading that I really enjoy doing right mm-hmm. reading is not a two person sport <laughs> it is <laughs> not typically unless you're a small not child not a sport <laughs> <laughs> not a sport yeah for but starters. um if I get home and Kristen isn't here both of our roommates are named Kristen yeah here. that is confusing. Um. And my roommate isn't here. I'm like, okay, um, guess it's time to read because I couldn't do that today. Or (laughs) people watch because Mel is like looking through the windows (laughs) of (laughs) our neighbors (laughs) Um, because you can see through their windows or like I've. I really love playing guitar, but I've kind of let my practice go and so now I have the time to. I don't have to come home and do homework. I'm yes. and you know snaps for <laughs> that. <laughs> which is very nice. That's Ooh. a great part of
1: post Having getting your Sundays back, that is like a big bonus of post grad, I will yeah. say. Because there is that like little bit of dread that's like, oh I have to go back to work tomorrow and get up early and whatever. Not as much. It's not like college. Uh-uh. You still get the whole day to just do whatever
0: you want. You don't have to do it except four. Oh my god i'll never miss that um but um i think i want to do a whole kind of episode on like having a hobby as an adult too but that plays into this yeah. where like find the things that you enjoy doing um and just get comfortable at, at yeah doing like baby that. steps yeah at doing that alone reading is something that i do alone mm-hmm. because i have to yes and also i enjoy it same thing with guitar like not a two-person sport. I'm gonna enjoy doing that. I love my that. That's the expression too. you're using. I do Guitar too. is not a two-person. It's sport. not a two-person sport. Reading. Not, not a, a two-person two person sport. sport. And so I'm hoping a- alarming that- <laughs> how good we are at talking in unison. I don't like that at all. I'm hoping though that like in these little steps where I'm doing things that are meant to be done alone. Yeah. I can start doing things like going to the grove alone and being okay with that. Right. It's it is a process of like.
1: I mean that's like with adjusting to anything you start small and you work your way up and yeah. it's like you you have to start out doing things that you're comfortable or at least comfortable reaching to do by yourself and then slowly and surely like mm-hmm. amp it up a little bit but I think that as an adult person if you can get to a place where you're happy and comfortable doing things by yourself you were, you will overall be a happier person because like you said with work and families and relationships and whatever like it's not like college where you're all kind of relatively on the same schedule and, like, mm. every Thursday is go to the D and, you know, okay, like... that I miss. I miss going out on Thursday. I do miss that, too. <laughs> but um But it's, like, a lot of times, the instant you want to do something, there just truly might not be somebody available to do it with you. But that shouldn't yeah. stop you from doing what you want to do. If you want to go to the Grove or you want to go see the Joker, like go do it. You don't need anybody else to go do those things with you. If you want to see the Jonas Brothers concert or the name of the musical that I'm forgetting that you went to see... Anastasia. Anastasia. (laughs) Like, you gotta just do that shit and not care about having somebody else there to do it with you because that goes back... I saw this, like, quote or something that was all about, like, don't waste your life waiting for other people. Yeah. And it's so true. Like you know the jonas brothers only played here two fucking nights if i didn't go by myself i wasn't going yeah so it was like i kind of had to make that decision to just do it and also because you never know this is a little dark but you never know what day <laughs> is your last day no yeah, it's true on this planet and it's like go do the things that you want to do while yeah. you can
0: and you would have been so much more bummed to have not gone to the jonas brothers concert like that would have trumped about
1: seriously we're talking about the
0: fucking Shown it's for us. You get what, I'm, they get what <laughs> no, I'm I mean. No, I do. I do. Um, that like
1: true. Very true. Trumped your anxiety of like being alone for a little bit. Hundred percent. Right. It was like a one o'clock in the morning impulse buy where I was like, I'm. I can tell that I will actually be sad yeah. if I don't. If I miss out on this, like I want to go to this. I'll really. I really want to go to this. Yeah. And I'd rather just spend the money, do it, go by myself, and make the most of it than not go at all. Those
0: once in a lifetime things.
1: Yeah, and I'm so. Can't even begin to describe how happy I am that I went. I like want to go again when they play at the forum. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I might. If you're trying to go, <laughs> hit me up. If not, I'll go alone. It's fine.
0: Tea. Tea. Um. Yeah. I'm. I really enjoyed going to the musical by myself. Specifically, because there was a crowd of people around me. Yeah. But also, I'm trying to not think of these things as like, oh. I have to go to this alone. It's like I'm gonna have fun going to this alone, and, and so, I like, get to go to this to yeah, begin with. Like exactly, and so I, I think may- maybe that's what I'm trying to say. I get shift. to go to this, yeah, because I like I drove myself over and I got to listen to my music on the way over, and I parked and like oh, had a little banter with the like parking lot employee. Yeah, <laughs> right? like finding those little moments, and then I went into the I got into the theater and the show was like basically starting. Um, I had maybe five or 10 minutes Mm -hmm. and I was like you know what I like went up to the bar and was like can I order a drink to be ready for intermission I was like Mm -hmm. I was like treating myself um and then during intermission stood by myself and like read the playbill and drank the drink Mm -hmm. drank the drink Drink (laughs) drank that drink drink. yeah you know like it was I was trying to find those little things where it's like I'm gonna treat myself and I don't have to be yeah you know, with a bunch of other people to be happy. I think that's awesome too. Like you,
1: you really wanted to do that. And the yeah. fact that nobody else wanted to or could Yeah. should not be the reason that you don't do it. Right, right, right. If you think about it in those terms, it's just like, you wouldn't like, I don't know. I'm trying to think of it. You wouldn't not get a job just because all your friends are like, I don't want a job, (laughs) you know, you'd still like get a job. It would be ridiculous to not do it just because other people don't want to, if it's a thing that like you need to do or or you want to do. That's a very extreme example. But the first thing that came to my mind, um, and it's like, why shouldn't that apply to other things in life? Mm -hmm. If you're privileged enough to be able to like spend money on doing things that you enjoy like that, um, and spend time on it, why shouldn't you? Like, why should the fact that you'd have to do it by yourself stop you?
0: So that is, that has been Melanie and I's experience with being alone and these, mm-hmm. you know, few months, more than a few months now of post-grad. Weird. I know. Scary. Um, so some final thoughts. Uh, I do think it's a little bit difficult to give, you know, step one, step two, step three advice on this topic just mm-hmm. because it's personal to everyone. Um, some of you might be more like me of being really extroverted. Some of you might be more like Mel. Some of you might not be either be somewhere in between. Mm -hmm. So it's hard to be like, do this or do that. But I think what I found is from my perspective, if you are more extroverted like me, um, and you like being around people, just know that like there are going to be times where you're alone. It's not realistic to be around people a hundred percent of the time and really cherish those moments. Um, People said, you know, you find who you are when you're alone, which I think I have a pretty good idea of who I am. I'm very confident in who I am. Mm-hmm. But thinking about it, I have found those things reflecting when I'm alone, even right. if I don't know if this makes sense, but like, even if I've learned them in experiences with other people, I realize that that's a lesson when I'm on my own and reflecting on that yeah. moment. Yeah. Um so just find find the things you love to do alone. That makes it a lot more comfortable than just sitting on the couch and being like, "Now what?" <laughs> <laughs> Which I <laughs> Yeah. I do sometimes. <laughs> um We all do that sometimes. And just know that if your anxiety stems from fear of missing out like mine does, I think a lot of mine does. Um, know that everything you're seeing first of all put your phone down but everything you're seeing on social media that is making you probably feel that way is of course, like everyone says, a highlight reel. There are tons of people out there that are also alone like you. There's seven billion people in the world. Yes. <laughs> um, and even when you're alone, you can feel connected to so many other people in the world.
1: Hey, if you're ever alone, just know I'm probably alone too, <laughs> and by choice. There's that. <laughs> so,
0: there's that. I think a lot of the times when I'm feeling uncomfortable being alone, I focus on. And here's me being a hippie again. But like (laughs) my connection with the rest of the world and the rest of the people and everything else going on in the world right now. That's true. Like I, I'm, this is going to
1: tangent off into something else if I let myself go too deep in it. But I always have that weird thought of like every second somewhere in the world, like a baby is being born. Yeah. I don't know why. Right now. Right now. And Now. Now. (sighs) Like, a a baby is being brought into this world. Like, how cool is that? I don't know. I just think that's sick. There's actually probably a real statistic as to every, like, X number of seconds, like, a baby is born. Yeah. But, I don't know. Every time I think about that, I'm like, whoa. Yeah. Or if you think about, like, when you look up at the moon, how many other people in the world are looking up at the same moon as you from, like, a different yeah. perspective.
0: I don't know. That helps me a lot at camp when I, like, miss my family. I mm-hmm. was like, ah, they're right there though. Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, that's... I think that's so cool. Um, yeah. And that's a good way to... Good tip to maybe avoid loneliness is to think about that Yeah. shared
0: experience There's that so other
1: much... people you don't even know are having yeah. the same experience as you. There's so
0: much, really cool. like, energy in the air and in the world. And... <laughs> We're like... <laughs> I'm such a California hippie.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. I'm an Illinois hippie, so it's somehow worse. Um, Yeah, I I think just kind of piggybacking off of that to be such a college student. um, (laughs) I think as sort of an extroverted introvert, Mm -hmm. obviously I struggle less with being alone. I I get enjoyment out of being alone. I think it's kind of more so about pushing yourself out of your comfort zone of being alone. In that, like, it's really easy to be that introvert who stays at home all the time. But like go out into the world, be around people but by yourself, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. And maybe if you're like me and sometimes being around a lot of people drains your energy, try to start figuring out how to work through that. Like go into public places where there are a lot of people and and find that like middle ground where it's not draining for you, it's sort of more invigorating, but you're still kind of alone in your space. I I hate to keep bringing this up cuz it's such a like weirdly basic example, but that's going to the mall for me is so Mm -hmm. so I don't know it's invigorating for me by myself Mm -hmm. going with other people it exhausts me like it takes it all out of me and I'm like I need to leave after an hour Mm -hmm. but going by myself I can literally just wander and walk and take my time and like be in my thoughts but I also get to like be around and observe other people and I really get enjoyment out of that and it, it helps me sort of bridge the gap between being like introverted but still pushing myself to be out in the world around people still talking to people intermittently Mm -hmm. but like finding comfort in being alone in a different context which I think is important because like I don't think it's good to get so comfortable being alone that you're alone all the time and you Uh never talk to anybody and you never you know step out of your box if that makes sense yeah
0: so those are our thoughts on the importance of independence yeah maybe at all stages of life we even got to middle school. Yeah. Um, it is
1: important no matter how young or old you are. So, yeah. The younger you can learn that lesson, the better. But if you're 30 for some reason and, and listening to this,
0: <laughs> start learning it now. My mom always says she loves being alone. She thinks it's, she's the same as you. She thinks it's so funny that I like am the way I am.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think it's admirable in a, an interesting way because it's like you have a lot of patience for people like I think part of mine stems from just
0: having no patience I just love people I think people are great I okay I do too find a person that I don't love it's hard (laughs) there are of course but who I'm gonna like call somebody out by name (laughs) on our podcast well Megan I think like everyone (laughs) even people I'm not super fond of like I think everyone has something to offer maybe that's why I like being around people that's fair. That's know. that's
1: really nice and positive. I like that. Oh, thanks. You're welcome. We're just complimenting each other up a <laughs> We're storm. The there, this eyes. is going to turn into the podcast where Megan and Melanie just <laughs> gas each other up for forty five minutes every single week.
0: I I like that. Megan's like sure. Um, I also wanted to to. Do a little note on our last episode, which was Life's Little Inconveniences. And I wanted to note, last week we talked a little bit about perspective and like having that perspective, and even when you feel like it's the end of the world, maybe it isn't. I wanted to say on the flip side, of course, what Melanie and I talked about were our life's little inconveniences. Right. They were not the end of the world for us. If you're having car troubles, or health issues, or whatever, and it is kind of the end of the world for you, and like, it is a bigger issue, it's not just a little inconvenience, absolutely treat it as such, um, yeah, we're not saying that, like, those things are always little. (laughs) Evaluate your problems on the level that is appropriate to the context of your life. Uh, And, and scene, that was great.
1: (laughs) No, seriously, though, like, I I think that's a good thing to, to, disclaimer to add for this podcast, just at any topic that we're talking about, we can obviously mostly only speak from our own experiences. And I think for the most part, we really do try to also think about the flip side and the other side of whatever issue it is that we're talking about, um, and how people in a different situation might feel. But yeah, as far as that specifically, we can't tell you what is or isn't a big problem in your life. You're Mm. the only person who can really evaluate that. And for some people like having your car, you know, not, not, work, work <laughs> and not being able to get to your job and not being able to afford to uber everywhere or whatever like that yeah. can be a like a big big problem yeah. so take everything we're saying yeah. into the context of your life
0: like yeah formulate
1: it it's it's less about the specific anecdotes and more about the overall
0: yeah
1: idea of what we're talking about
0: And we also wanted to thank everyone who's been supporting us. Yeah. Oh my gosh. (laughs) No, seriously though. We've gotten...
1: Some of you have sent us the truly the nicest messages. Like a little bit make us tear up messages. That was a weird sentence that I just struggled with. Yeah. But like it's been really... Nice. Thank you. Yeah. It's been really nice and... Reaffirming because we were like, fuck this. We're doing this no matter what. We want to do it. We think it's fun. Even if
0: people don't listen to Even it. Even if people right. don't
1: listen to it or people don't care, people think it's weird or whatever. But it's still been really nice to have
0: that feeling yeah. of like, oh, people are actually enjoying and like taking things out of what we're saying. And so, we can thank see you. like all the statistics, like where people are listening and how many people are listening each day and whatever yeah. else. And it's so cool to see like people are actually listening. People are listening. actually <laughs> listening. Like, thank you guys what so a much. Thought. If
1: you've shared our podcast with anybody, thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening, just yourself. Yeah, um, we appreciate you, and we're glad that you're here. Yeah, and we're really excited for next week's topic. So, stick
0: around. What's next week's topic? I don't want to reveal it on okay. this podcast. We'll talk after we're done recording. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening, though, and thank you for everything you've sent us. It really means.
1: A lot. So, so much. Also, uh, again, before I forget, quick plug on our social media. Our Instagram for this account or for this podcast is called What Your 20s Are For. Go give her a follow. We like to post some content, some photos of us, some quotes from our podcasts, some stories. Um, if you were following along on Monday, you saw our Jonas Brothers concert stories. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, so we'll be using that account a good amount. Um, and then my personal account is Melanie DeAndria, the way that my name
0: is spelled. Mine is Miyagin. Miyagin. I love that you say it that way. It's M E E A H G I N. (laughs) Miyagin. Uh, But
1: yeah, so. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening. Have a great week. Next week.
0: Bye. Bye.